Hey guys, and welcome to Therapist Unfiltered, a podcast brought to you by two therapists talking about relationships and everything in between, from A to Z. I'm A. And I'm Z. And today we are going to be talking about um, kind of a very hot topic right now, but we're trying to bring our own perspective and our own um our own view and lens to it for you guys so as you know right now with um the kavanaugh case me too uh women's movements for raising awareness about um sexual assault and rape there's there's so much going on uh all around us the conversation is becoming bigger every day because of not only what we see in the news but more people feeling compelled to tell their stories and something that A and I were talking about was right now it feels like every um, outlet that we see, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, um, talking to people just in general, the news, like mm-hmm. themes and shows, uh, very much want to um, focus on uh, consent, assault, rape. Like the, it is a conversation that is coming. Uh, to the forefront and I was saying that I feel very inundated with material all the time it's all over my feed it's everywhere right like Mm -hmm. yeah kind of cannot cannot scroll cannot see a post cannot seeing something like hashtag me too Mm -hmm. yeah and we are not here to say that the movement is bad or that there's anything bad um, no, I'm all about it. Yeah, we are. We are 100% on board. We have both experienced. We both have our own experiences. But we want to talk about like what happens when this coverage and this material and the stories of women and men who have had these experiences become so flooding to everywhere mm-hmm. that you look every single day. That's a good word. Flooding. Flooding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. It's yeah. just, especially when you're like scrolling mm-hmm. in a feed. Just getting deeper and it's deeper. Just, yeah. And, and that's sinking ki- in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. It's just, it's all there. And so I've, I, I've kind of seen both sides of, or a couple of sides of this information being all over the place and being so readily accessible in the conversations now. And one side of it is, man, like I'm seeing all of this and I feel re-traumatized because of it because I haven't talked about an assault that I experienced or when Mm -hmm. I was violated or when I was raped or when someone had non-consensual sex with me and then A, B, or C happened afterward it's re-traumatizing because I have to go back into it and now I feel like I want to tell my story but now I have to go through all the motions Mm -hmm. of it or I don't want to tell my story but I'm I'm feeling it be in solidarity with what everyone else is saying and all women and men I keep saying and men because Mm -hmm. men are perpetrated against as well um and so now I'm I'm having to experience that all over again in a way and then the other side of it which a brought up which was interesting to me is that is this flooding actually minimizing everyone's Mm -hmm. experience yeah and is it just like 
so much information overload that we are discussing where it's like now like I don't even know how to explain it it's just minimizing that it's just like it's too much where it's normalizing everything again and then it's like oh well like this is what everyone else is experiencing Mm -hmm. like like yeah I'm not alone but then also like my story may not matter as much as other another person's Mm -hmm. so it's like minimizing my experience that's exactly like what I'm thinking of yeah when you when you say that it makes me think like of somebody who would then compare mm-hmm. you know their assault to someone else's right and then think like well mine wasn't that bad right exactly is that kind of what you're feeling yeah where it's like i didn't have like 13 guys lined up outside the door like mm-hmm. ready to get, just take their turn and gang rape yeah me. i wasn't gang raped so like yeah the fact so. that i was fondled was fine mm-hmm. and I, I do feel like that's happening that is causing like further suppression Mm -hmm. for some people whereas for others it feels like almost a purge of feelings Mm -hmm. where things are coming out of suppression so there's this i know there's more than two sides to this but Mm -hmm. right now the conversation is like women should feel empowered to come out and tell their stories but do you feel like some women won't do it because oh yeah for sure yeah (laughs) just for many reasons yeah i think well just like there's mixed messages going out now where it's like you should stand up for your rights you should have justice and yeah say everything and help others because other people are in the same boat but then and some people are taking that and saying hell, hell yeah like i i'm doing the best i can and making it known yeah. but then some people are also probably thinking because this is my thought process at sometimes where it's like, oh, but mine doesn't even compare to that. Like, mm-hmm. so if I say something, they might say, oh, but that's not as severe mm-hmm. as what someone else is going through. So you can just mm-hmm. sit down and shut up. Yeah, it feels like it would be re-traumatizing because whatever you say would be minimized in comparison to what someone else has been through. Mm-hmm. Versus being traumatizing again because you're you're sifting through it in a perfect case scenario where people are very like welcoming of what you have to say and provide like comfort and they know exactly how to respond and they're yeah. going to be very receptive and inclusive but that's not going to happen yeah <laughs> i mean that's not going to happen to anyone like look at what's happening like these women are coming forth with mm-hmm. their experiences and their stories mm-hmm. and they're automatically like bombarded by naysayers mm-hmm. and like judgment Mm-hmm. So they have to, that's why it's so tough for these people and they're so brave for doing it because they're just battling all of that and yeah. just fighting through it and just sticking to their guns and everything. Mm-hmm. But it takes like a really strong and brave person, yeah. just like they say. Yeah. And other people will see that, see the, all that judgment that they're challenged with and be like, okay, I don't want to go through that mm-hmm. because that's, I know like I'm not strong enough for that and it's just going to bring me down even more. Mm-hmm. And so if you're... If you're already trying to cope with being assaulted and feeling violated or any combination of different incredibly inappropriate things that may have happened to you and then it becomes amplified by mm-hmm. like m- my experience wasn't good enough to count that's a terrible feeling and we were talking about some of our own experiences and sometimes I feel that way like when I was watching uh, Dr. Ford parts of her testimony you know talking about what she went through 
her experience of what happened with Kavanaugh and the friends and like what the culture was like and I'm like yeah well but I, but I'm okay now like I'm fine and like look she's still so tormented like look mm-hmm. at I feel so bad for her it's like that's not that shouldn't be how I shouldn't be how I feel mm-hmm. I should I what my experience was should should count just as much but we have unfortunately again in our society like everything is a competition of who has it worse mm-hmm. and who has it better I think it's a really good point that you made that it might be way scarier for people now to come out and say something because they feel like oh well I wasn't I wasn't raped enough <laughs> oh my god that yeah. sounds so terrible yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't happen to me enough times like or it wasn't it as bad it only happened yeah. to me one time versus 10 times versus a gang rape versus like i mean your face is literally cringing while i'm saying this yeah, because, because that's how that's it's fucking disgusting to think about it that way yeah i mean it's just with the whole issue of consent like no means no like mm-hmm. your experience is your experience that's it like mm-hmm. it should that should be the new thing like mm-hmm. y- what you went through is what you went through and mm-hmm. that is the other thing is um i've been following a lot of what um Padma Lakshmi has been posting. She's the host of Top Chef. And she wrote an op-ed piece recently. I think she wrote it in Time uh, last week about her experience. And she was raped when she was 16. And she hadn't even written it in her memoir. She wrote a memoir. You know what memoir is? It's a memory of your life. <laughs> and she she felt like she couldn't write it in there. And, that, and it shaped her life and her identity very mm-hmm. much. And it's informed so much of her decision making. Mm-hmm. And that was a story about her. It was like an autobiography. And she didn't put it in there because we can't talk about it. It's not an accepting arena to talk about these things. And I, I, thought, I thought that that was, it really upset me mm-hmm. to think that this extremely successful, strong woman wrote this book about her life and had to omit something that was so important to her just because it wasn't accepted i understand maybe she wasn't ready to talk about it maybe she didn't know what she wanted to write at the time but so many women who are in the spotlight who have a social platform are coming out now and saying yeah i didn't say anything all this time because i didn't know how it would land and that should not be the reason that women stay quiet because you don't know how your report of what happened to you is going to be accepted or not that is absolutely not an appropriate reason for women to have to stay silent Mm -hmm. about what happens to them but then i wonder if these people who have this huge social platform and they're heroes to so many other women when they come out and say things. Like, if it's hard for them. Oh, for sure. It's terrible. I mean, think of all the backlash that they get. They do. They get they get wrecked. And I've seen comments on social media when, like, Michelle Monaghan has posted, Busy Phillips, Padma Lakshmi. They're just some of the people that I follow and I admire them for sharing their stories because those feeds are open and people write all kinds of nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you asked for it, you did this, you did that. Like, how come you never said anything? That's the question that's really coming up a lot, I think, especially in the last week, because Dr. Ford is coming forward so bravely over 35 years mm-hmm. after what happened. So the question has become, well, how come you didn't say anything? If it happened to you so long ago, you never reported it before that? 
you never said anything before that you should be like how come like, i wasn't what? allowed to yeah I, yeah exactly <laughs> like i didn't know there was like a statue of limitations on like how long i can talk about my trauma or how long has to pass before i can or should or can't whatever talk about something that happened to me that was extremely traumatic and completely wrong i feel like as a society we're we're doing a not great job in a lot of ways of making it a safe place for people to talk about what they've gone through i think there are efforts there 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 are many many aspects of this whole movement that are both negative and positive with any any type of movement right like i think having all of this coming into the limelight and bringing it out is helpful yeah definitely but the power of like words and people on the internet and just like bullying and cyber Mm -hmm. like all of that is going to take part in it and i think we also need to figure out how to maneuver all of that like there's so many issues that are ingrained into this movement Mm -hmm. that we need to all understand in order to actually go through and have this be a positive experience for everyone and i I don't think i don't think we're doing a very good job about like doing all of that there's just so many issues i don't even i can't this is a lot (laughs) i think it's the i think it's the first time women are really feeling empowered to come forward and feel like it may matter if i say something and that's that's a really beautiful thing but it's we're still we're still not there this is gonna be a serious work in progress Mm -hmm. i can say like after dr ford testified and then the Senate still voted to like move to a floor vote before all that stuff happened with Senator Flake and they ended up reopening the FBI investigation. I was like, are you serious? Like, did anybody watch that? I understand that you need, everyone deserves to be heard. Whether it, you're a woman or a man, I get it. But there's, there's no reason that you should be blatantly ignoring a woman who's coming forward in front of the world mm-hmm. and telling her story and you just brush it off like what human can do that i i get this whole investigation situation and needing to know what happened but we need to be more supportive of people who are brave enough to come forward and try to protect other people from potentially experiencing the same things mm-hmm. we have talked previously about people like always wanting to question you they constantly want to like deny that what you're going through is actually real rather than asking a question and saying Mm -hmm. you know what was your experience what actually happened they would rather say like oh no no that doesn't happen in my friend group Mm -hmm. oh no that doesn't happen in my family oh no someone someone i know couldn't have possibly done that to someone else right that doesn't help anybody no, the fact of the matter is, like, anyone can do anything at any time, mm-hmm. in any point. It doesn't matter who they are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who they know. Mm-hmm. Like, actions are actions. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think it needs to move from, like, in language, from vagueness, like, this may have happened, to more definitive. Like, mm-hmm. this happened to me. The language around it could also change it because when it's more definitive... You want it to be more clear because then maybe it'll be more powerful? I think so. Mm-hmm. Because, well, even with the whole thing, like, with Kavanaugh, I, I hate, yeah. I, I was watching his thing, and I Dude, was just it like, was a nightmare. I only, I only got to see his portion, mm-hmm. and he was so definitive in everything that he was, and yeah. I think that's partially mm-hmm. also why, like, this whole, like, vote kind of went the way that it did, mm-hmm. 
because there's that like and it sucks because he's such a sleazy douchey yeah person terrible to watch it was with such like conviction Mm -hmm. that he was making his statement that's a really good point you know yeah and it's and it's hard to do that with such like a traumatic story behind you like you can't just go up there and share this emotional experience Mm -hmm. and then say it so definitively and so like neutral like stance you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna get emotional about it yeah and i think the other the other thing is is that like when i watched that obviously dr ford was emotional and you can tell like how much it was affecting her i can't imagine like being on that Mm -hmm. it was a stage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. telling telling her story and when her voice would shake and when she had these genuine moments of what i'm sure somewhere in there was fear Mm-hmm. and nerves and so many other things and then we as a society expect women to quiver and be afraid mm-hmm. and need to be rescued by men and blah 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 and then and then this and then this man who's well established as a judge right mm-hmm. comes up and he's spitting at the camera saying no i didn't no i didn't check my records check this check look that. at my calendar look at my calendar my <laughs> calendar's clean watching them side by side you can feel how easy it is unfortunately for people to be to like, believe it oh yeah that that person that woman's scared you know she probably doesn't remember like could have been somebody else mm-hmm. look how scared she is like she's probably been scared for a long time she's blurring faces yeah that's what i've heard a friend of mine Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was watching it and then like talked to me and my other friend we have a group text and he was like oh my god she's such a basket case and i was like excuse me basket case like wrong choice of words yeah terrible and then he was just like well like listen to her and i was like yeah listen to her Mm -hmm. like she's not a basket case Mm -hmm. like think about what she's been through like Mm -hmm. of course she's gonna be speaking Mm -hmm. that way that like really triggered me yeah when he when my friend said that because you're saying that because this woman is coming forward and she's talking about this major trauma in her life Mm mm-hmm that now that equates her to being crazy because of the way that she's telling it Mm -hmm. when if you watch it she was extremely composed much more composed than kavanaugh was and all the emotion that she felt was absolutely legitimate Mm -hmm. it would be strange if you didn't feel anything yeah and i i understand that people respond to trauma differently and that it looks different for everybody but what what do you expect you're going to not believe somebody because they feel something about being violated? And that, I think, is like the whole, just that whole situation and the way that the votes went mm-hmm. after, after the whole debate. Like, I watched the debate, the debate too, mm-hmm. and just listening to some of the, the ones that were challenging her statement. And just by listening to that was minimizing yeah. her entire experience mm-hmm. and the experience of other people, too, if they were watching that. Mm-hmm. So that's proving the point that I was kind of having where yeah this whole thing it's still like I don't feel 100% confident mm-hmm. in myself to even come out of this because not even that was enough mm-hmm. what do you think what do you think needs to needs to change to balance all of this out <laughs> that is a loaded question yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need you to come up with a solution me right now yes. Just me? <laughs> yes yes this is your job I think they need to have therapists on the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I really oh man it is it is a very it is a very complex issue, and this conversation has been happening 
in different evolutions for so many years and we've reached i think a better point but we're still a work in progress yeah we're still not there we're a work in progress i'm thankful for all the people who come forward who do have um a social platform because Mm -hmm. they they are empowering other women but i do feel like sometimes when there's so much of this going on it can feel like well where's my where's my space in it then Mm -hmm. like where does where is my story gonna fit in and is it is it gonna be enough there's such a conversation about women and their bodies and the way that you look and the everything the way that you carry yourself being enough you right. should be enough for yourself right not just enough for another person or enough for a job or enough for whatever you should you should be enough as you are mm-hmm. i think that some of the dialogue and that's happening now can can challenge that mm-hmm. that well maybe it's not enough maybe i haven't seen enough as busy phillips or padma or any of these other heroes like i'm not a hero they're heroes I'm sure people are thinking that mm-hmm. if if you're a survivor, a thriver, you're someone who's working through all of that and you're trying to educate other people and you're making shit happen, you're a hero too. Mm-hmm. And you should know that. I don't I don't think that we've gotten there yet. You're only a hero if you do enough and everyone should be enough as they are. While you were saying that, I was thinking like we struggle already like with our self-esteem right Mm -hmm. and how we feel like there's degrees of everything like Mm -hmm. not being enough like i was saying with this definitive language Mm -hmm. like whatever happened to you happened to you Mm -hmm. and just being so 100 percent about it like Mm -hmm. there's only only 100 percent about Mm -hmm. it because this is something that i work on with like my clients too Mm -hmm. especially the ones that are struggling with self-esteem like we work on like positive affirmations Mm -hmm. and like the wording with it where it's like, oh, I guess, or mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of smart or something like mm-hmm. that, like just an example. But then if you change their language, like I work with my clients on changing that language to being so like sure about it and being like confident about it. Mm-hmm. And then I think if they were more confident and saying that like, okay, this happened to me and mm-hmm. this is not right. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter, like comparisons, don't mm-hmm. compare Mm-mm. because that's what's breaking everyone. That's what's breaking a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That was such a jumble of thoughts right there. <laughs> no, it is. But the, ba- the you're saying that the basis of this conversation is that that comparison happens on so many levels every day. Mm-hmm. We're constantly comparing ourselves. And so it's actually, I guess it's not surprising that it's happening. Mm hmm now with such a serious issue because we're kind of bred to do it mm-hmm. like her hair is better than mine this is this is particularly with women too her, right her hair is better than mine this is better than mine like the better 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 it's like okay i get it i guess but we shouldn't be doing that because it only now i see how damaging like all of that and like the way that women treat other women and people treat women mm-hmm. now i see how it trickles into way bigger issues than my hair <laughs> i saw the light bulb just go up <laughs> above your head right now yeah 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 like the neurons are lit 
in yeah. this brain. That's what I'm saying. There's so many more deeper rooted issues that are playing into this whole movement mm-hmm. that we need to fix first. Not even fix, just work on. Yeah. I hate the word fix. Yeah. But if just working on to make sure that this movement is going to go through mm-hmm. and in a more positive way where we are bringing each other up yeah. and like actually hearing each other's stories and saying mm-hmm. that was not right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women are calling for other people who aren't women whether it's men or i don't know maybe women who aren't believing women they're asking that the hashtag believe women um has been really viral recently Mm. women need to believe women yeah women need to believe in themselves and everyone else should believe women also but you have to start it's a foundational thing Mm mm-hmm we're going to get to a place where we unequivocally believe a woman who comes forward and says this happened to me i want to make sure it doesn't happen to anybody else hear my story this is this is what i went through and this is what needs to change if we're unequivocally going to believe a woman who does that we have to start way before a woman gets raped Mm -hmm. we have to start way fucking before that and I think a lot of people don't get that until it happens to them. Mm-hmm. Which, why? Why do we have to wait until... Until something really bad happens. Why do we have to happens? wait until rape happens? And I'm, I'm not saying that this is now woman's responsibility to respond properly to rape. Yes, unfortunately, it's happening and we need to learn how to respond to it. But at the end of the day, this should not be happening at all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that we even have to have this conversation is a fucking oppressive. Mm-hmm. Why do we even have to talk about this? Why do people act the way they do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Like why? There's why so is many this questions. Even a topic. This shouldn't be a topic. It shouldn't. It should be. Well, why are people raised to think that it's okay? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the messages that they're receiving mm-hmm. that is saying like, oh, this action, this behavior? Mm-hmm is okay yeah it's permissible mm-hmm. it's fine where did that judgment because it's all judgment based mm-hmm. right like where where did that growth in judgment go wrong what message did you get and from where what person what place <laughs> told you gave you that green light because they they need to come talk to me it mm-hmm. is not it mm-hmm. is not it is not okay in, in a way what we're saying needs to happen is like still oppressive <laughs> it is like it is like inception oppression like mm-hmm. it just folds and compounds on itself over and over again and it's so not okay but at the end of the day we have to figure out how do we manage what's happening now and b- by responding better how can we prevent it from happening how can we and i don't mean prevent in that women need to change the way that they behave or that i'm women blaming but how can we increase the education and the conversation and make sure that our society is not okay with this that whether you're a man or a woman or however you identify that it is absolutely never okay to be involved in or be brought to be involved in something that you are not okay with and how are we going to reach that point and when are we going to reach there but I think ultimately it needs to start with a lot of a lot of smaller conversations too. We need to be open to talking about a lot of other things if we're gonna reach that place. Um, I was reading like a headline that mm-hmm. there is now a law that consent is now gonna be part of sexual education. Ah. But it's only in eight states where it's a law. 
Hmm. So I feel like that's probably a good start. No, it's great. Where like, but it's only eight states. Come on now, like let's yeah, let's get that going. Yeah, it, it has to start somewhere. That's it, eight states in a world. And it's just a, it's such a shame that it's happening just now. Yeah, and this this obviously is an issue here in the United States, but this is a global epidemic. Yeah, this is happening across cultures, races, languages, countries, cities, towns, villages. <laughs> Of all different types of development, all different levels of education. Mm -hmm. So this is a seriously, I mean, it has permeated all corners of the world. Mm -hmm. And that makes it an even more complicated issue. Because maybe there's maybe there's a way that our dialogue or whatever adjusts here at home. But this is this is affecting people all over the world. It's worldwide. Yeah, it is. And it really doesn't feel like like you're safe anywhere. Like it's going to be like it's going to be OK anywhere because someone is going to judge you at the end of the day still. And that's frustrating. Yeah. Someone's going to judge you and someone's going to rape you. <laughs> just yeah i mean the stories are everywhere every day it's just it's insane it's crazy yeah and i guess i (laughs) one last thing that i must say that i must say is that i think that a lot of people also don't talk about or don't want to talk about it because they don't even know what to say like we're we're like stumbling on how to cohesively get a thought just like process this yeah because like we have emotions too we're people too we have our experiences and it's hard to even like focus on one aspect of what's going on without then trailing into some other thought Mm -hmm. and some other experience that you heard about or something else that's frustrating it it's really complicated yeah so what do we do what would you do wwzd oh what would i do um i don't know i don't i don't have I don't have the answer, but for me, I want to be encouraging to anyone who wants to talk about their experiences, but at the same time, I would I would say to be cautious because I don't know at this time like what what the outcome might what the outcome might be because I I as an individual am weary of how people might respond if yeah. you go to them. But I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Mm-hmm. I think like I kind of say all the time we all need to do better mm-hmm. and whether that's women believing in women unequivocally men believing women everyone believing everyone who says mm-hmm. that x y or z happened and also having a system that supports that and that's on a government level on a state and federal level and really valuing what people have to say and valuing their stories before taking things to legislation, before making permanent decisions that are going to affect hundreds of thousands of people, that's what we really need to do. We need to listen to people mm-hmm. before we make any kind of judgment call or come to any kind of decision. Yeah. Because we're, I think, I think we're not really hearing a lot of the stories. We're just like, okay, yeah, it happened there. Oh, yeah, it happened there. Yeah, it happened there. But we really need to stop and listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot a lot of good would come out of that. But I don't I don't have a solution. This is something that perplexes the shit out of me too. No, I think that's a good start, listening. But I think also just allowing someone oh, yeah. to speak to. That has to it's 
mm-hmm. allowing mm-hmm. for someone to talk and then listening mm-hmm. to them talk. Mm-hmm. I think I should start there. Mm-hmm. And then knowing for that person who has gone through what it is, what you went through was what you went through. Not comparing it to someone else Mm-mm. because it's just not re- nothing Mm-mm. that had happened to you yeah. in any way that made you feel violated is yeah. right. Yeah. I think ultimately we we hear about zero tolerance policies, right? Mm-hmm. So there should be zero tolerance for any kind of unwanted, any kind of this behavior that we're hearing about. Mm-hmm. It should be zero tolerance, but there should also be zero tolerance for judgment. Mm-hmm. And so we always say zero tolerance for the behavior, but there needs to be zero tolerance for the response to the behavior yeah, there you as go. well. I like like it that. needs It needs to be more than just oh no we can't do that that's not okay that's not all right whatever it is it also needs to be you need to check your response Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're aware of what you're doing when you open your damn mouth Mm -hmm. this goes back to the bob marley quote man (laughs) (laughs) which bob marley quote it's the make sure that you check your hands and that your hands are clean before you point fingers Mm -hmm. like think about your conscience what you've been through a time that you felt judged a time that you felt alienated time that you felt violated and just be present and be empathic when you're talking to another person Mm -hmm. and we would do we would do a lot better it's not the answer but zero tolerance for this behavior and zero tolerance for For judgment maybe we'll make a little more strides there we go we just solved it yeah <laughs> look at that man who thought that we would turn into like a political podcast <laughs> i don't know but i'm sweating i know <laughs> this is a lot yeah i think that's enough for today yes all right yes well, so thanks for tuning in <laughs> she's, she's, she's just like i cannot weigh way too much but if if there's anyone out there who feels like they want to share their story or they need resources just know that there is support out there for you and that we're not trying to say or i'm not trying to say that that you shouldn't tell your story or that there isn't a place or that this is some all-encompassing reason that you shouldn't do anything like i'm not trying to say that at all but this is a complicated issue and it can be scary Mm -hmm. and if there's any way that we can help you know reach out yep reach out therapist unfiltered at gmail.com we're therapists unfiltered we are therapists and yeah we actually are therapists but (laughs) apparently we have political opinions too so uh email us follow us listen to us and listen to to others and yeah and listen yes (laughs) and listen to others be better do better love each other go give someone a hug okay we'll talk to you later thanks for listening (laughs)